0: So this morning, I'm actually sat on the deck behind the house that my wife and the mum to my children, Casey, grew up in. She grew up here in Washington, and this was the home that her and her five siblings grew up in. She and her siblings spent countless hours as kids playing in this backyard. They spent time playing in these woods behind me, down in the gullies. You tell so many stories of just adventures they had as kids playing outside. And I wanted to speak this morning from this setting, especially because we're sat in front of these beautiful trees. Did you know that other than God and and people, trees are mentioned in the Bible more than any other living thing? The very first page of Genesis, there's a mention of a tree. The very last page of Revelation, the last part of the Bible, there is a mention of a tree. The book of Psalms, the longest book in the Bible, the very first Psalm talks about a tree. It actually talks about a tree and uses it as an analogy for people who follow God and his word. People who make the decision to to not follow the advice of the wicked. And the psalmist says in Psalm 1, verse 3, when describing these people, they are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves ne- never wither, and they prosper in all they do. That's a great picture of what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus. And just this idea, like a tree, we, we've planted ourselves in the presence of God drawing from him our leaves never wither we prosper in all we do and it's amazing you know because I was thinking about this morning what we're going to speak about and the more I looked at, at trees in the bible and and how they're celebrated the attributes they have just trees in general it got me thinking more and more about the role of mothers in our lives the role you as mothers have this morning and the similarity between trees and motherhood When talking about wisdom, Solomon, in Proverbs, talks about trees this way, he says, Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. Trees are described in the Bible as being a safe place for birds and animals to take refuge. They're described as being strong. They're described as being providers of much of what was needed in those times. And each of these descriptions makes me think of of the mothers in our lives. That role of mother, of strength and refuge and protection and provider. The reality is that many of you can probably relate as mums to that picture. So I wanted to spend a few minutes this morning just thinking about that and maybe encouraging you as a mum in the role in which you play. I think one of the most amazing attributes that I think um, there is about trees is, is in their beginnings. You see this here? This is an acorn. One day, as long as it doesn't end up being eaten by a squirrel, one day this could grow to be a mighty tree. And did you know that everything needed for that tree to grow is inside this acorn, inside this seed? It's already in there. The full potential of that tree is already in this seed. You see the seed contains an embryo, it contains a a group of cells that are ready to form the roots, the stems, the leaves, before that tree ever even starts to grow. Some of you mums are watching this morning saying, I know that, I just learned that this week because I'm now the teacher of my kindergartner or my first, second, third grader, whoever it is who's learning about trees and uh, growth at this time. But imagine all that potential All the potential of that mighty tree being wrapped up in this small seed. Because the truth is, I think in the same way, if you're a mum watching here this morning, you're like this little acorn. Much of what your kids will one day become can be found in you. I know some of you are thinking, oh, that's not good. But the truth is, I think it's amazing. Listen. First of all, there is a lot of good in all you mums this morning, sometimes more than you give yourselves credit for. You may not realize this, but you are doing such a great job of creating a wonderful legacy in the life of your child. I'm sat here behind my... uh, the house that my wife grew up in, and I was speaking to her mum this morning. She And I was sharing with her what I was talking about. She says, yeah, she goes, I can remember when the kids were sleeping. I've, I've stood beside bunk beds in this house and prayed for those kids. You are, you are creating a legacy in the life of your kids. But the second thing to remember is that this acorn, it wouldn't grow in isolation. No tree can grow in isolation. In fact, the only way a tree can grow is if there are some other elements involved. Trees need sunlight and water and nutrients from the soil. And together with all that's found in this seed, that tree will take root and will grow and become the the strong great trees that we know today. In the same way, your kids weren't meant to grow in isolation. Surrounding your kids as they grow up will be teachers and coaches and uncles and aunts and grandparents and small group leaders in Connect Kids. And together with what you've poured into their lives and what they can provide as well, your child will grow and develop and hopefully and prayerfully one day discover that God has a great plan for their lives too. Moses was talking to the, uh, the people of Israel. They were a huge community. And he gave them that exact challenge about the impact the community can have on the life of a child. In talking about the laws of God and, and the truths of God, he encouraged them in, in Deuteronomy. He said in, in chapter 11, verses 19 through 21, he said, Teach these laws to your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you're on the road, when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, so that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. You know, for Casey, this deck that I'm sat upon right now behind her house, it holds a lot of memories. This is the home where six kids grew up. Those six kids went on to have 29 kids of their own. On many occasions, those kids, those cousins have run around this yard together. They love being here. It's just a great place to come and play. But I can tell you, I know who loves it the most when they're all here. And that's Casey's mum. Because she gets to look on at her kids and her kids' kids. And she gets to see what, what started out as a very small seed is now a part of all of their lives. And I want to encourage you mums out there this morning. So last year, Casey and her, uh, Casey's mom and dad, they celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. 50 years together, they've seen their kids grow up and have kids of their own. Maybe you're still on that journey right now. Maybe you're in the midst of it, in the thick of it. And for you, it's still a bit of a challenge. You don't get that luxury, like Casey's mum, to look and see how they've developed and where they've where they've all uh, gone to. And you're still in the midst of that challenge. I want to encourage you this morning. No matter how difficult it gets, God has put something incredibly special inside of you. And as you pour that into the life of your children, it'll be like a legacy that you pass along. I know times are tough, and I know at times it can be difficult to be a mum. So I've actually asked if for the next part of the message, Whitney, our children's pastor and a great mum herself of two wonderful children, I've asked if she'll come and share some thoughts of what it's like to face some of those challenges as a mom herself. So she's gonna come up here in just a second to share, but before she does, I want you to check out this video. And as long as nothing like this happened in the lives of your kids this week, then you're doing pretty good, I'd say. A bird. Got a bird in the house. Oh, man, buddy! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. Gosh, this is not at all what we planned for our 2020 Mother's Day to look like. I mean, I know for me, I had a a picture in my head of just the awesome day that we were gonna have outside with friends and family, and unfortunately, it doesn't seem that it's gonna be that way. Um, We think of years in the past and it looks something like this. You, You get to sleep in, your kids let you sleep in for once, You get breakfast in bed you get the coffee the eggs hopefully some carbs your kids they get ready themselves um or maybe your husband gets them ready and they are in their sunday's best looking so nice you go to church as a family you maybe sit together worship together and you for sure take a family photo And of course you post it on social media because you want everybody to see how well your kids clean up. You spend the full day with family and friends and you just get spoiled rotten. Okay, now let's fast forward to this Mother's Day, 2020. It may look a little similar. I mean, you probably get to sleep in today, but that's mainly because you have nowhere else to go. You have nowhere else to go. Hopefully you still get breakfast in bed. You're probably still attending church this morning as a family, but it's on your couch, in your living room, still in your pajamas. Hopefully you still get a family picture. It may look a little different than years past. I mean, let's be honest moms, when was the last time we put makeup on or even put real pants on? But hopefully you still get that picture. You may still spend the day with family and friends depending on your view of social distancing, but This year has just been hard, the season of life that we're in, it's really difficult. I know for me, I am forced to work at home full-time while being a full-time teacher, being a full-time principal, lunch lady janitor i mean we're doing all the things we're wearing all the hats and while doing all of that we are also having fear and worry sneak in and fear of what our summer's going to look like for our children and maybe what next year is going to look like for school So we are not in this alone. We're all going through the same thing, moms. And yes, I'm saying moms, M-O-M, the right way that we should say it. That's why Dave asked me to speak today because I know how to say mom, so you guys can understand it. So actually a couple months ago, the beginning of 2020, our friends from our small group, they took a trip to California and they spent a day and they visited the redwood forest. And here's actually a picture of um, the redwoods that one of my friends sent me. And they keep telling me these pictures just don't do it justice so i hope one day i can visit this redwood forest and and see the beauty of these trees and then a couple weeks later from that i'm sitting down with a friend and we're sharing our word for the year she's sharing um, what her word is i'm sharing what mine is and and why i picked it and what it means to me and the crazy thing is her word was sequoia which i thought that was weird i knew it was a tree but I thought it was weird that she picked that for her word of the year. So, of course, I start digging of what um, sequoia means. And I find out it's actually another word for a redwood tree. And I'm finding the more I find out about these trees, they are fascinating. So they actually live to be thousands of years old, over 3,000 years old, actually. And they stand to be well over 350 feet tall, which is I can't even even fathom that. So the crazy thing is if a tree is standing that tall, you would automatically think they have really, really deep roots, but that's just not the case. Their roots are only about five feet in depth, which doesn't make sense. How do these trees, weather the the elements around them, the, the wind, the storms and everything. So the thing is you would never go to a field and just see one sequoia or redwood standing there. They always are in a forest and they're always surrounded by hundreds of other trees. And here's what makes them strong. What makes them strong is the trees around them. Their support system around them. And even though they only have five feet of roots, that's not necessarily what makes them strong. They actually hang on to the roots around them. And they not only hang on, but they actually intertwine with the roots around them. These trees have a support system and that's what makes them strong. So above ground, we see these beautiful, tall, sturdy trees. But underground, they are actually, they all actually are connected and they rely on each other. I mean, aren't we the same moms? Don't we need that support system just like these trees? I know for me, I mean, days in, in this quarantine, I mean, I've had ups and downs. And when the sun's shining, I have great days. But then I have those low moments. And what helps me as a mom, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate, is... I call my support system, and they give me life, and they gave me strength, and we're just like these sequoia trees. We can't stand alone. So actually, um, Paul writes when, um, in, a, in a letter to Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 3, 17, verse 19, he's trying to explain what God's creation of a holy community, what it looks like or what it should look like. And he says in verse 17, I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all of the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with the measure of all the fulfillment of God. So basically, I mean, we know for trees, it is from the roots that these trees get nourishment. and And Paul is saying here, we should be rooted in love. And what is love but Jesus? So he's saying, We, as humans, as moms, we need to be rooted just like these trees, but in love. And that's Jesus, because we know our roots give us nourishment. Jesus gives us nourishment, and that's what we need. So if we were rooted in the wrong things, we wouldn't be able to stand tall. We would be blown away. So we need to, as moms, root ourselves in the right thing, and that's Jesus. So Paul also mentions the word together. So he says in verse 18, may you have the power together. He doesn't say, may you have the power to stand by yourself or to be alone. No, he says, may you have the power together with all of the Lord's holy people. That word together, he says. Us moms, we're meant for community. We're meant for connection. We're meant to support each other. Moms can't do this alone. And we know this. So another thing I learned about these sequoia trees, these redwoods, is they go through some fiery trials, okay? Just like we do. They go through some fiery trials and we would assume that these fiery trials would be destructive to them, but that's actually not the case. These fiery trials make them strong and give them even more life. So in order for a a seed to open and germinate and grow more trees, they need the heat from the fire to do that. To grow more trees, they need the heat from a fire. And also, they need ash from the fire, and that ash actually gives nutrients to their leaves. In um, in James chapter one, verse two through three, he's saying, "Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance." So we know we know in this in this season of our life. It has not been fun. It's been very uncomfortable. I mean, how were we all feeling that day that we got that call that school's done for the year? Panic maybe. But this trial, these, these, um, these trials that we go through, they make us stronger and they make us wiser. And these, this perseverance, it, it makes us strong for the next one to come, uh, for the next trial to come our way. We stand taller than we would before. So my prayer for you moms today in, in this phase that we are is just take this day by day. I know that's what I've been doing. We can't look to tomorrow, what's going to happen, what school we're going to look like tomorrow. We can't look at the summer and what's, what school is going to look like next year. We need to take this day by day. Jesus taught his disciples to, to pray a certain way, and he taught his disciples to pray like this. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day, our daily bread. God gives us, us moms, what we need today. Not what we need for the week, not what we need to survive this summer, but he gives us what we need today. So I, I pray that, that we focus on today because God will give us the nourishment that we need. How many times have we heard in, in this quarantine, in this situation that we're in, we are all in this together. But we are, we're all in this together. The truth is we can't. We can't do this alone. And just like the Sequoia tree, we are stronger together as a community than we are alone. So we we need to remember, we have all of the elements that we need to flourish. We have everything that we need. We have the soil, which is dirt and it is messy. And it is those trials, but we need to get through those to be strong. We have the roots that we need, which is, is the roots that's planted in Jesus. It's our firm foundation that we need. And we also have that support system. That support system we have to, to grab onto each other and intertwine with each other to keep us strong. So this morning, this Mother's Day, um, I, I just pray for all the moms out there that you root yourself in Jesus and that you just hang on tight to your support system.
0: Thanks Whitney, that was awesome. I hope you're encouraged this morning. I hope especially you mums who are watching this morning are encouraged to know that God's got a wonderful plan for you and for your kids. And he wants to help you and there are others that wanna help you. If you're not a mum this morning, I hope that today's a day that you can celebrate the mum in your life. Those of you who are mums-to-be, I hope you're looking forward to the day where you can uh, impart this legacy too in the lives of your kids. But in closing out this morning, we wanted to do something special here at Connect for all of you. For you mums especially, but for all of you out there, families, couples, whoever you may be this morning. You see, we've been talking about trees a lot this morning and and using them as a kind of analogy to what it looks like to be a mum. But trees, there's just so much that's amazing about them. So so we've decided this year on Mother's Day, we want to do, do something really special. So we've actually ordered 100 trees. They'll be arriving here in the next few days and they are ready to be planted. And we want to give those away. So this morning you can just uh, email us at connect. All you've got to do is email tree at connectwashington.org. Tree, singular, at connectwashington.org. Let us know you're interested because we want to give you this tree for a couple of reasons. First, hopefully it'll, it'll remind you every time you look at it of just the power and the strength of the mums in your life. But we want you to do something really special. This is a very unique time that we find ourselves in right now. Going through this coronavirus, this is something that for years and years to come, we will look back on. And I'm hoping that as we look back, we'll see evidence of what God did in us and through us during these times. That yes, they were difficult times, but we'll be able to look back and celebrate where we were able to see God in those times. So we're hoping that those of you who want to take one of these trees You'll plant it somewhere in your yard, in the front of your house, behind your house, somewhere special. Maybe get a picture of your family together around that tree. And then in the years to come, as that tree continues to grow, maybe more pictures will be taken. But you'll look back and it'll remind you every time you see that tree of this time when God was with us and God helped us during this time. So if you're interested in getting one of those trees, Uh, Go ahead and email us, let us know. Again, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We hope you have a fantastic rest of the day celebrating the mums in your life.